0: Beats Brews and point of View is a product of a Dream of a Reality Media and sponsored by Arctic Circle Brewing Company.
1: If this ain't real hip-hop, nigga, tell me what it is, then walking side side cyborg. My images, napalm, translation, you tampon, bleed like the to the mankind, try to put your hands on my damn rhyme. You might as well handstand on a landmine. If I ain't that, let adversity hurt me like if I ain't bounce back. All I do is count stacks, you can't cope. Fluent flames in the same quote. Beast on the track, me and you same boat in the same boat. Mention me and lightning in the same boat. Trackers is amphibian, I'm a handful of guns. Get your suntans like a pack stand. Indian mob shit. Quick enough to snatch a fly off the air with some fucking chopsticks. Nigga, who hotter than me? Good
2: evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, sitting with my partner in podcasting to my far right down there, E-Man the Bates. The far right, <laughs>
0: the PIP, that is me, and we are in Plymouth City for episode 129. I hope it's 129. I'm glad right?
2: you remembered that because I was like, I don't remember the name that's of the right. episode. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. All right. <laughs> well, before we introduce the guests that we have in the studio, I just wanted to quickly state that the reason I started the track off today... With uh, Royce the Five Nine featuring Black Milk and Elzi, real hip hop, is cause we all we are celebrating hip hop around the globe right now, as yesterday was the actual birthday of hip hop music. Um 49 it, years? Forty-nine years, man. Next year's the big fifty. So uh yeah, August eleventh, nineteen seventy-three, DJ Cool Herc had a, a party in the Bronx. And you've heard me tell it briefly on the show before, but you know, he kinda started hip hop by spinning the break beats in different songs and they would isolate the drum patterns and just kind of bounce back and forth on the ones and twos and that's kind of how hip hop was created um, you know it was more of a party and a vibe before it came uh, to the lyricism and MCs that you know today but anyways we want to say happy birthday to hip hop and E-man I'll let you introduce who was sitting next to
0: you today all right man so uh, you guys may have seen him on a little show called Rhythm and Flow that was on Netflix, right? I believe beep, beep, so. Do. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes, uh, you might know him from around the city. Uh, a lot of different features lo- popping around a lot these days. We have Sam B yourself on the show beep, today.
3: Beep, beep, beep. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks Dude. for having me. Hey, thanks man, for thanks being for here, man. Through, of course. Man. Of course. This should be fun.
2: Yeah, it's awesome because, you know, um, as I was just talking about the birthday of hip-hop, I listened to the Hot 97's morning show every day, and they were celebrating the regional stuff um, around their area. You know, they're playing uh, Rakim and Nas and KRS-One and shit, and I was like, you know what? Today's going to be a celebration of Detroit hip-hop. We got Sam in the house. Okay. I'm going to start it off with Royce, and we'll just go from there, you know, and celebrate uh, the shit that we love in Detroit here. So
3: Fuck yeah, dude.
2: Um, to give you guys a little context on how we got to know Sam here, um, well, I guess for me at least, E-Man and I were at the protests for George Floyd when that was happening during the pandemic, and we actually ran into Sam walking around down there with his lady. And uh, mm-hmm. kind of kicked it off then, and I know, man, you had met him before, right, in the at a bar or something we like that. A, yeah, we met at Queens, man. right, yeah, Queens bar. <laughs> yeah, right. I
3: remember. I was <laughs> fucked up. <but> I, remember, <laughs> I remember meeting you though, because I ran into you at the protest, and I was like, "Oh, I know this kid." <laughs> yeah, no, I I do remember meeting you at Queens. And
0: congrats by the way, because you recently got engaged too. So thank oh you, shit, congrats! Man. I didn't yeah, even know that. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah.
2: Well, before we get into the interview, because I have tons of questions. Um, you know, we like to sip on a beer here. But uh, we do want to make a quick announcement as, you know, life is all about evolution. And with this podcast, we were trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. And, you know, we've, we've given you guys a lot of topical content and uh, the birthdays and rest in peace mm-hmm. segment. And we've kind of come to this cross path where we just don't want to do that shit anymore. <laughs> we, uh, we enjoy talking about, like, the the music portions of these news stories. But we would like it to be more of like a learning-based thing instead of just more of the gossipy stuff because there's a million podcasts you can go listen to for that shit. So that's kind of going to be the new vision. But just to end it off, you know, we did have a birthday for hip-hop, and I'm going to end with one final RIP because one of the greatest legends of NBA basketball ever died last week, and that would be Bill Russell. Oh, um, man. Yeah, man. No. So, we want to shout out to him. And E Man, you were telling me something cool about him. So, so.
0: Bill Russell is the first NBA player to have his jersey retired all across the league.
3: That's pretty dope. That's hard. That's super hard. I I mean,
0: nobody can have number six no more. The man
2: ran out of fingers for his championships. It's
3: crazy. (laughs) Crazy amount of rings. Yeah, but didn't they – I thought they said, like, if you're already wearing six, you can keep it or something like I that? I think so,
0: yeah, if you already they, have it. Do you have to
3: change cool. it at the end of the year, though? Because isn't Braun wearing six? Like, well, you can't tell. Yeah, you're that's right. True. Like, are you going to tell <laughs> – yeah. t- like who's going to be the one to tell King James, like, yo, son, take hey, that sh-
0: LeBron, take that shit know, off, you're man? You're going to have to switch that number, man. I like, go back to 23, bro. This, this like, James, I'll make like, Space Jam 3 before that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. sure.
2: Well, E-Man, tell them what we got for beer from Ar- for our from our good friends at Arctic Circle Brewing Company.
0: All right, man. So I uh, made the trip over to Arctic Circle, kicked it with Devin for a little bit, and then he gave us this Deep Reverence New England IPA to try. Mm. Uh, it is a double dry hop New England with Huel Melon and Falconeer Flight 7 hops. Wow. Coming in at 5.8, uh, 5.8% ABV and 60 IBUs. Uh, I'm expecting like some very citrusy flavors to it, a little mm-hmm. on the hazy side. It's gonna be a good one. Does it tell you where, like, what region those hops come from? No.
3: Okay. I oh, I, no, that's, that's not a big deal. I don't give a
0: shit really. But
3: that's a good <laughs> it, it yeah. tastes it tastes great. But I was just wondering because I, I used to work for a brewery. I used to work for Adwater. Did you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: shit. Yeah. Uh, what'd you do for Adwater?
3: I was a bartender and a server. Okay. Um, yeah, I was definitely not brewing. But um, so they opened the similar to the studio we're in right now. They converted an old church into a brewery in Gross Point. Uh, so I was part of like the opening team there um, Worked there for a couple years And got super super into the whole uh, Micro brewery and craft beer thing So yeah I was just kind of wondering um, a good question. Where those hops come from But no it's not a big deal We'll get that. back to you on that,
2: though, because <laughs> Devin is our partner, so we can go reach nice. out to him and ask him.
3: Nice. And oh. I love the name, too Deep Reverence. Shout out to yeah, Nipsey. Shout out to Nipsey, and Nipsey. Yep. Big Sean. Yep.
0: That's one thing I do love about just Arctic Circle. They have a lot of music, specifically hip hop inspired beers. Like, we have a photo with, like, the, the Wu Tang family photo mm-hmm. that we're in with them. Oh, hey. like the They got the. Um,
2: the De La Soul picture that they have up in there where it's like the three of the guys that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Instead of them, it's like the guys that own their brewery and stuff, so it's pretty cool. But anyways, as we do on this podcast, while we're having a taste of this beer, I'm going to play you a little music. Uh, Tonight, I'm going to play you another Detroit guy that you heard on our fucking podcast first, Joe Budden and Breakfast Club. I see him bouncing around Uh, now getting them interviews. (laughs) 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 I'm salty in case you haven't heard. (laughs) But here's Courtney Bell with Commandment 4. Off nice. his very first project, the Ten Commandments.
3: Nice.
4: Make me swoon, make me sway with your arms, with your rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us dance in the rain in the We just wanna be breaking off these chains Yeah.
1: It. We them niggas that you heard about. Our word of mouth. They send a contract. We turn them down. Yeah. Cause ain't nothing worth selling out. Between the streets and the tribe, we chose the safest route. Yeah. I juggle with this thing called life. And all the possibilities. Know it's gonna be alright. Walking more on my faith. I'm so blind to the sight. Blind to the darkness when you bind your spirit to light. Yeah. I just want my niggas out them prisons. And all my niggas in the matrix that's lost to the system. Yeah. And all my niggas we lost in the trenches. The only way they see they Family is conjugal visits, politically using dialect. Only the culture kick, cause vultures don't overstand till the fire set. And we looting through your property. But I can bet that if you gave us a million, we would go buy a vet with the chains and jewels, the fools getting bought with it. The sauce is steep, it's deep, you get lost in it. Cause I come from a neighborhood where they chalk. Niggas only way we free is being carried in a coffin. Listen, I watch blood turn oil and make my blood boil. Twist the coil in this game, you niggas is loyal. So watch the company you keep, the knowledge you because life and death lies in the words that you speak. Drugs God, that he's go so free fucking good. <laughs>
0: that shit is hard. Fuck, so <laughs> <anterior laughs> I, so I did a little research here. So, Hugh uh, Melon is actually a the daughter of Cascade Hops. Okay. Looks like. So, that's more of like the more piney type hop. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then Falconer Flight 7 is a cross between a bunch of different ones, it looks like. It was cross between Cascade citra cluster columbus and crystal nice so it's like a hybrid yep fuck yeah so it's more like the citrusy i guess side. Of nice this. job getting to the bottom
3: of that yep. so quick look <laughs> at you
2: yeah uh so <laughs> that courtney bell thing so we have i've had conversations with him a few times on instagram and he's agreed to do the podcast twice <laughs> and then you go to be like yo can we do this date mm. and then it's just radio silence and then i see he posts on or royce is bringing him up to the breakfast club and to joe Budden's podcast yesterday and i'm like god Damn
0: it. <laughs> yeah,
5: I saw that yeah. picture. I saw that picture of the three of them. Hey, one day, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's get into, we get into the interview. Yes, absolutely. Man, right. I got a million questions. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know, we, I mean, we're obviously going to start with Rhythm and Flow first before we go sure. into a new project.
5: Sure.
0: Walk me through your day from start to getting to Reggie's Yacht Club in Chicago to seeing... Uh, Chance, mm-hmm. Royce, Lupe, and then getting you know actually getting there. Like, what what was your what was your mind like? What would, what did you do? How was it? I guess
2: start with how did you get like what was the audition to first even get there? You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. So um yeah, Chance posted on his Instagram, "Me Ti and Cardi are doing this show. Send your music to this link." And I was like, whatever. I just kept scrolling, and then. Just got inundated with DMs, comments underneath it, like Sam, Sam, Sam. And I was like, all right, what's, it's not going to hurt, right? So um, I went to the website and saw that it was Netflix was behind it. And then that even made me more curious because I was like, okay, this isn't going to be like MTV or Fox or some bullshit Um, where you can actually, you know, be your authentic self and turn up and just do what you want to do because it's Netflix. They don't give a shit. Um, So then I submitted all the shit, went back and forth with producers for like months at a time. I probably submitted, I forget the exact month, but like I submitted it probably in, like, September or October, and then was just going back and forth, and they would ask me to send music, and then they'd send me a beat and tell me to do something with it, and I'd send it back, and then I'd send videos of myself, like, real-world-style audition tapes where it's, like, I'm standing in front of my phone, and I'm like,
4: what am Sam, Sam? This is where I'm from?
3: <laughs> this is how old I am? Like, um, and kind of just went back and forth with producers for a long time, and then um, didn't hear back from them for, like, a long time. It's, like, Christmas, New Year's. And I'm like, fuck, man. I'm living in Chicago at the time, so I'm back home for, like, Christmas and New Year's. And I see, like, Twista likes, like, three or four of my photos and videos on my Instagram. And I'm like, that's strange out of nowhere. I was like, that's dope, though. That's cool. That means he sees my shit. I don't know if he, like, followed me or anything, but he just, like, kind of went on a liking spree. And I was like, that's crazy. And then um, get back to Chicago after New Year's, and I get an email, and they were like, hey – it was, uh, it was like a Monday morning, and they were like, yeah, we need you to come audition in front of uh, Chance like this Thursday. Let us <laughs> let us know right now. And I was like, fuck yeah. Um, and I get there, and I think that I'm initially auditioning for uh, Chance and T.I. and Cardi, right? Because that's who's doing the show. Yeah. And they were trying to keep it on the down low and um, made sure we didn't really know. They kind of wanted to throw a curveball at us. And then they had two waves of auditions. They had like 10 or 12 kids go early in the afternoon or like noon. And then they had like 10 or 12 kids go later at like five or six. And I was part of that five or six because I was working at, a, at like a company downtown. So I was like, I got to make sure it's after work. Um, whatever. One of the kids that, uh, that auditioned in the earlier session came up and was grabbing his shit out of the room. And one of the producers was like, hey, you can't be up here. You can't be up here. And he was grabbing his shit and leaving. He was like, "I'm just telling you guys right now, it's uh, it's Twista, Royce, and Chance." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Ooh. And I, then it all clicked, and I was like, "That's why Twista was liking my because the producers probably sent him all the MCs that were auditioning." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, that's good. He likes some of my shit already. He's fucking with it." And then I had these. I had this bar that I had originally wrote for like mentioning chance ti and cardi and i had to switch the whole thing around in like 10 minutes before i went on and switched it to royce twista and like i had to switch my whole bar around but it ended up working out fine um and they like thought i was freestyling because i was like mentioning them and kind of going off kilter um but yeah no it was cool man just went back and forth with them for a while auditioned and then i got sent to hollywood from chance he kind of gave me the green light
2: that's crazy, man, and it, it's it's awesome to hear you say this stuff because, like, I, I was on it, like, right off the... Like, when as soon as I heard about the announcement, I'm like, I'm definitely watching this show because I'll tell you a little guilty pleasure about myself. E-Man already knows. <laughs> I'm a fucking obsessive <laughs> fan of all the music shit. So, like, I'm watching American Idol. I don't give a fuck. Oh, hell yeah. I know it's trash, but, man, I just like watching people that are good at making music and shit like that. So, when I was like, there's a hip-hop one coming out. This is going to yeah. be fucking awesome. I was yeah. so stoked on what it.
0: was the turnover time uh for the music video oh, fucking, like, was the fucking three days or some three crazy days. shit Ooh. they flew us they
3: flew me home to detroit on like a friday morning we shot it saturday and then i think we had to like they had to turn around edit it we had to like present it to the judges on like tuesday or wednesday or something like that it was like three days something like that we shot it and edited it um so we kind of just didn't have a lot of time to like really do certain things and get certain looks that i wanted and it was a terrible day in the d it was super freezing and super gloomy and shit but shout out to oh miami by the way yeah 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 so definitely locked that was able to lock a couple spots down where we wanted to shoot um which was nice and obviously you know when you're you're not in control of the editing process and it's kind of just like fingers crossed hope hope everything's okay and it turned out all right and it turned out good and i made it to the next round but uh yeah it was definitely a tight squeeze
2: yeah it definitely was I was kind of, so how, how long
3: was like the whole process of the show? Whole process was, I was out in LA from, it was like all, um, so well, let me think here. So it was 2019. So it was like all of January, pretty much. I auditioned probably on like January 4th or 5th, flew out there like the next week. So it was pretty much like all of January, all of February, and then went home.
2: That's crazy. See, I'm always curious about, like, the inner workings of these shows because I know, like, so Danae, who uh, is an awesome artist that you should check out, she has an incredible voice. Nice. Um she was on the show and she had auditioned for American Idol at one point. And, you know, it's, it's funny cause they make it seem on TV. Like these people are waiting in line and then they get in to see these guys and perform on it. But that's like the polar opposite. They got to audition for like all these show producers yeah. before they even yeah. get to like I was that TV performance. That. Like yeah. when they had like, all the
0: shots and you guys in the back room and stuff like that, like, this is not that many people in here. I'm like, how many people are actually like on oh, the outside? I it think.
3: was a good like 20 to 25 kids probably auditioned that day. Um, you mean, like, the green room? Like yeah. Before? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they kind of chopped and edited all that up. Like, they made it seem like everybody was in there at one time and stuff. Um, but, yeah, they they did a good job, I think, you know. Uh, I thought it was pretty well produced, the show overall. Um, they cut a lot of shit out. I believe but, it. I was, uh, was going
0: to ask you about that next. Yeah, yeah. Where so how, it? Did
2: it, how did it go from – so you said you thought it was Chance and Cardi and T.I. and then it ends up being Royce twista uh, and chance when did it um when did they tell you that it was going to be like different judges in different cities i know they did that in a few different cities right it was yeah, like, yeah. They had, like snoop in the yeah LA, yeah, right? yeah.
3: i don't think any i'm not sure if i'm not sure what the process was for for those auditions i just know that um we all went into it thinking it was going to be the the three main hosts of the show and then we kind of got hit with a curveball um i'm not sure if they kind of let everybody else know who was auditioning in the other cities what the deal was or not um because it was, like, a couple of different things. Like, I know, like, Ray Ray Khalil, she, like, auditioned, like, with just one other dude in front of Anderson mm-hmm. Pack. And then I know my boys Caleb and Troy Man, like, they just, like, spit acapellas in a fucking barbershop for Killer Mike and T.I. Like, it was, like, all over. And then some people, like, auditioned for, like, Quavo and shit. So it's, like, yeah, it was all... I'm not really sure how th- how the process went in the other cities, but that
2: Ray Khalil, she uh she writes for or writes with Anderson right now, doesn't she? I'm pretty sure she won a
3: fucking Grammy, dude. I thought yeah. I Whoa. saw that. Yeah, she yeah. won you know, a Grammy. She's on yeah. like, yeah, his production team. She won whatever. a Grammy, I think, for penning some stuff with him. And then uh, I know D Smoke was nominated, so yeah, that, I think I think it was pretty cool. To, uh, how long
0: were you guys actually at DJ Khaled's house? Because I was gonna <laughs> ask about yeah, that. Right? Like that fucking was very short. <laughs> Fucking forty five minutes, maybe. Okay. Is yeah. He, so we were he... we just
3: kind of kicked it for a minute and kind of like saw his crib a little bit and he he chopped it up with us and kind of just he was just uh he was really cool with the the um, the main producer who uh, was kind of like the head the head producer of the whole show and he Jesse Collins shout out to him he did like Super Bowl halftime with uh nice. the weekend he did like I'm pretty sure like the last Grammys he's done like BT awards Academy Awards he's a really 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 sought after producer especially in the TV space. Um, they're really tight. Jesse's tight with fucking everybody and has every fucking phone number for any fucking person in the world. <laughs> so he just, I think he just hit him up on a whim and was just like, "Hey, can we come by and shoot for one second and kind of just get you doing your your DJ Khaled thing?" And uh, yeah, what's was cool about it. it was like there's no there was no faking with him. It was like it's like we walked into the crib and he was like. You gotta take your shoes off at the door. <laughs> He's like Assad's in the other room over there asleep right now. It's like I ain't slept in days.
0: I've been shooting videos. Like
3: there was no fake with him, so it was it was refreshing to see that's like that's really who the fuck he is. That's um, cool.
0: Yeah. Uh question so i know like a lot of stuff with like reality tv is a little bit sensationalized sometimes the before the battle rap uh, mm-hmm. there was like a whole thing with like big was it big mouth Bo and <laughs> yeah. i noticed you had your headphones on and i applaud you for that by the way oh
3: i was in battle mode <laughs> people, were, people were trying to fucking talk to me and shit and like and i'm sitting there listening to old g unit tapes like fucking just ready ask, what were you listening to i was meditating and shit was king los was like making fun of me because i was like meditating shit he was like look at this fucking kid and i was like all right, bro, like, storm's coming, so you can you can crack jokes, but.
2: That's what I was just going to ask you, actually. That brings you to a good point. Like, out of all those guys, because you had, like, King Los doing the mentoring mm-hmm. and then the judges, were there any, one, or any of those guys, like, when cameras were off that were kind of, like, pretty dope as like hands-on guy trying to help you guys out or were they kind of just like there during filming and then gone <laughs> yeah
3: that's kind of the, the reality of it we weren't like kicking it with them too much obviously we'd have a little bit of downtime if like we were like waiting for a camera angle to change or something like that but it was usually tipped, dude see i was um every time he'd see me he'd say what up though and shake my hand because yeah. he knows I, you know that's a yep, detroit, detroit thing yep. yeah so he would say what up though when he would see me like every day on set and um, they're all just super fucking nice people. Dude, and, if uh,
2: only Cardi could see you now in your Cardis. You nah. know what <laughs> yeah, did she call you again? Yeah, like, yeah. these, aren't, these, aren't, these aren't Cardis. I'm not there yet. But,
3: but, um, they look like them, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it right. It's, the, th- it's, the, it's the, <laughs> the thought that counts, right? No. Um, but yeah, no, they're, just, they're all like super, super chill, down to earth people. And you just kind of. Um, it's like really weird, man. Like, I used to fucking get ready for school in middle school in the morning and I'd be listening to fucking Urban Legend by T.I. Right. and then to just be standing like fucking shaking his hands. I was going like, to ask yeah.
0: about that, man. It's got to be like a surreal feeling. Even like before that with like Twista and Lupe and Twista stuff like Twista, man. That. that would make me the most nervous, I feel like. Because
2: yeah. he's like a Royce really big, man. like he really... Behind the scene I see a lot of interviews. He's paying attention to a lot of stuff.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's in tune with what's going on always, man. He's a legend. Um, like I said, really didn't get to like chop it up with him mm-hmm. much or anything like that. Just kind of did my performance and um, he said you were dope, I fuck with it and that was it pretty much. But you just realize at the end of the day, like they're just human beings. So yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's that's what's kinda cool and humbling about it and um yeah, that was it, was it was cool. All right, so this
2: is the last question I have about the show before we move on to the music that you're making now and where you're at currently. Yeah. And you can plead the fifth on this because I don't want to get you in trouble with anyone. Let's go. But on. I've got a question, and this is kind of how I felt towards the end. I kind of felt cheated as a fan of the show that hmm. D Smoke was even there and or won the show. And this is why, it's because woo. he was already opening for Kendrick, and his brother is fucking Sir. <laughs> like, Sir is already a TDE member. Yeah. I'm like, it feels a little bit I'm, of a cheat.
3: <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, have, did you did either of you ever hear of D-Smoke before the show? That's itself? true. That's a fact. So nope. it's not like he was out here fucking moving and shaking That's crazy. True. That's he true. He was busting his ass as a fucking independent artist. The dude was teaching Spanish at Inglewood High. Yeah. He worked a regular fucking job, man. he was He was busting his ass just, you know, to get by as an indie artist. He was... Getting his little spot shows and doing tours around like with with people and stuff like that, but um, no, I don't. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from, and that was a, a that was a topic that was brought to me a lot, where it kind of seemed, um, kind of you know, just a was kind of a concern for, for a lot of the fans mm-hmm. of the show, but like at the end of the day, that's the same question I ask everybody. Like, I did have you ever heard of that guy that's before true. the show? That's a good point. I never heard of him. That's a good point. the question and, with and a question. And, and, I, and, and I mean, mean and I, I never like no no and
2: I mean, no disrespect about sure. his skill set because the man's made a lot of great oh music since that show. So yeah, he's, incredible. he's, he's Grammy incredible. Incredible. plays yeah. like
3: plays like fucking 10 instruments. Like does he really? Yeah. I saw him do the piano yeah he plays a bunch of instruments speaks fucking different languages and shit. Like he's just a smart humble Dude, he was one of the dudes that really like I clicked with, because we were just like, there was some fucking like literal kids on that show. There was kids that were like, yeah, like I know Arian was like eighteen years old. There were kids that are not can't even go legally buy a fucking pack of smokes in Mm -hmm. some of these states. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like, me and him kind of like clicked instantly. Like this one kid was like, um, (laughs) I remember this one kid was like, yeah, man, I do this fucking music shit full time. Blah 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 blah. And I was like, I work a fucking nine to five. I work for this music company. Shout out to Zounds.com. They're like an online version of Guitar Center, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's just an okay. online music equipment store. And I was like, yeah, I do this in Chicago, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, why the fuck aren't you doing music full time? You'll never make it like doing music full time. And D Smoke's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you, like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, motherfuckers got bills to pay, bro. Like, <laughs> Yeah, for real. Like, who, like, don't, shut up. Like, how are you going to tell somebody? So it was. he was always in my corner and always super nice. And we'd go That's kick cool. it. Eat, eat, food, get a drink after you know shooting and stuff like that. So, yeah, I
0: was going to ask: Is there anybody you still? I mean, obviously, the D Smoke now, and then, I know yeah. Caleb, Caleb Klass is on the new album. Yeah. Anybody else you still like? Kind of keep in touch with from the show?
3: Yeah, I still talk to Troy, and I still talk to uh, I still talk to Flawless. Um, oh is talented. Still man. talk to Saxon, Yeah, That's, he he did. Sa- I love Saxon, bro. Yeah, he was pretty much the <laughs> show favorite, man. It, <laughs> was, it was really unfortunate that they kind of had him battle D Smoke because it was like it would have been fun to see him in the music video space yeah. uh, with, oh, his, yeah. with his creative juices and stuff. Um, but, yeah, Saxon did some shows on, like, the west side of the state in, like, Saginaw or Grand Rapids or something like that. We just couldn't link up, and, he, you know, it just didn't work out. But, um, yeah, I still talk to him every, once in a blue moon. Pretty much everybody, you know what I mean? There's only a few people that I don't really talk to, but uh, I've done a song with, like, Jacob Campbell before. I still chat with him on social media every now and again. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of bunch of people that still kind of keep in contact for sure.
0: If so I know you got because like, you got off of the video. And I'm, is there anybody you would have collabed with from the RRB thing when they did the collab ones? I think it was the next episode.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know how it would've gone or who it would've set up. So it seemed like it seemed like it came down to the sample challenge. It came down to me and Caleb. So it seems like I would have been paired with Tory Lane's. That's kind of what I – Okay. That's, if I'm just putting two and two together, that's yeah, who Kayla got paired with, and that's who I got eliminated against. So I feel like that's probably who I would have gotten paired with. Um, but, yeah, I would have been just fucking stoked to work with any of them, you know, yeah. whether yeah. it was him or fucking uh, – I forget who else was on there. Fucking Janae, Janae and Miguel. fucking Miguel. Yeah, it's just a win-win, you know, to team up with a legend and – Make some music, for sure. That's what's up, man. That's yeah. for sure.
2: Yo, the, the track with Caleb on here, by the way, is one of the standouts for me. I love the way oh, like, totally. you guys Big have a, a nice yeah. like contrast in your voices, so yeah. it was like I, I liked that a lot. I, was yeah. like, I asked him, man, I'm like, who's Caleb? He was like, it's a dude from the show. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot, because it had been a minute. <laughs> I saw it when yeah, the show I've been was sitting new. On so. that.
3: I've been sitting on that joint for a long time, and it was just like, that's kind of just like, dude, I'm sitting on so much fucking music, and that's why I'm putting this album out, and I'm just going to start fucking open up the floodgates like, you literally just can't score if you don't shoot, and I'm sitting here over. I've been since the pandemic hit. I just been overthinking every step and every move, and I'm like, time to fucking just put
0: it out there, dude. I was gonna ask, man. Like, so I'm I'm getting off of rhythm and flow, per uh. Yeah, for sure. What Thank got God. You- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that like, show. <laughs> Y'all owe me money. <laughs> no. Like so, because I know you play like several different instruments. Like, what yeah. got you like in music in general?
3: So yeah, my parents always were very good ear for music always playing music around the house uh my mom would you know jam out to fucking the eagles and michael mcdonald and fucking motown and and jackson five and shit like that and then my dad was into more classic rock like boston and led zeppelin and the who and showed me fucking beastie boys for the first time and shit like that um so i i got i got bit by the hip-hop bug through my older sister she kind of put me on to a lot of shit, introduced me to like Ludacris and Eminem and Nelly and like the early two thousands and shit like that. So that's kind of where getting bit by the hip hop bug came into play. But just um I grew up next to this kid um who's a neighbor of mine. We were in the same grade and he started taking guitar lessons. He still plays music today. I'm pretty sure he's in a band. I'm pretty sure he's touring around. I don't really know. It's been many years since I've talked to him, but uh used to be my neighbor and he started taking guitar lessons when we were like in third grade. And um, I was like, Mom, I want to take guitar lessons. And he was smart enough to be like, dude, I'll just show you what I'm, my parents are paying for it. Like, your mom doesn't have to pay for it. I'll just teach you what I learned. So he starts teaching me simple, like, bar, co- uh, bar chords and different different chords and shit to play on the guitar. And he starts getting really good at guitar, and I'm still kind of pretty intermediate. And his dad was a drummer in a band, so he was like, well, my dad can give me one of his old kits. I'll play guitar, you play drums, and so we can start really jamming. So then I just kind of had to... I kind of figured out on the fly, like, oh, shit, I got rhythm and I can fucking play drums. Like, I didn't really know until he, he got a set from his dad. And um, so that kind of sparked interest there. And I was like, OK, I can, now I can do the guitar and the drums thing. And then started playing violin in, like, fifth grade. Did that in, like, fifth and sixth grade. So I can still pick that up and kind of fuck around on that. Piano just kind of came naturally. And that was just kind of just stumbling into things and trying shit out. The next thing I want to do is saxophone, man. I'm going to learn how to play. Fuck yes, please do. I'm going to learn how to play sax. I did alto
0: for a few years. Did you? Like in middle school, yeah. Fuck.
5: E-Man, I'm
2: glad you transitioned into asking him about the instruments and stuff because I'm listening to your new album today. I listened to it twice today. Nice. And um that was something that was going on in my head because i followed you on instagram and i've seen you do the little videos where you're not even rapping you're singing and playing guitar and you got the b-pad sometimes and everything so i was curious while i'm listening because i definitely heard some guitar fills that sounded like you Mm -hmm. so i'm like how much of this production on here is you every single beat but one every single beat but one every single beat but one i love it man that yeah
3: that makes me happy to hear
2: because you have a shout out to
3: uh shout out to dizzle um uh, Trap, grew, Trap Goo, he, uh, he produced one of the beats on there, and uh, he's he used to go by, he raps by Dizzle B. He's a kid I went to high school with. He's super nice with beats, but keep going. Sorry to cut you off.
2: Yeah, no, you're fine. Um, I was just going to say it's, it's awesome that you have this because you have now a leg up on the competition because you can make your own shit. You also can sing your own hooks because you do it very well multiple mm-hmm. times on this album. Um, and then also what is so important to me is because you have that ear for production, the fucking drums on your album are so good, man. Like good. all the way awesome. through they sounded so good. Awesome. And I got brand new
0: headphones, so they were
2: cranking and it They're off just, the album those, drums, but... those snares are <laughs> cracking. Oh man, it oh, sounded nice. so good. Lucky off the yes. album
0: but a single that masterpiece. Did you did you do that beat? I did that beat. Oh yeah. my god, the purity ring sample. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: that's so dope. Yeah. So yeah, it was um it was like a, it was it wasn't too hard that one. It was a loop. I just did like the drums and the bass and um it was just a quick little loop that I had found. Um on the internet or whatever. But yeah, so that be wasn't too crazy. Sometimes you could whip these things up in like fucking 10, 15 minutes and sometimes you're sitting on it for three days like just trying to figure out one snare. Mm-hmm. But that makes me super happy to do because that's like the, uh, that's, that's, that's what has me in awe Dilla really? Those Sh- the way those mm. the way those snares and kicks just crack and pierce through everything. Yep. that's kind of what I what I aim for. So that makes me super fucking happy.
2: Yeah, dude. I I by the way, the project is called Sun Sunshine Diaries. Um, yeah. do you have a release date for it?
3: Yeah, September second. September second is, is when we're gonna put it out. So um, yeah, it's kind of like trying to represent those dog days of summer and Labor Day. Uh, September second is Labor Day weekend, and it's really like that last weekend where people go ham, and it's the last weekend before kids go to back to school and it's almost like, you know, in, in Michigan, in the Midwest, and in, in, in the East Coast and stuff like that, it's kind of known as, like, that last real weekend yeah. of summer. Yeah, sure, I mean, I like how sure you it
0: open is. it up until you only have 12 days of summer, like, you yeah, know, I, great. Great. I hope you did something great with yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you, 12
3: yeah. weeks of summer, so I hope you used it wisely. Um, but, and that's kind of, like, where I wanted to go, and that's kind of why I want to drop it on that. That unofficial last weekend of the summer. I so. do
0: love Isaac's verse on that. By the way, shout oh out to Isaac. Isaac is crazy. BDPOB alumni.
2: You <laughs> went crazy yeah, on that holy shit. I know. <laughs> yeah.
3: I know. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be that guy. I literally almost cut a new verse. <laughs> I literally almost took fucking Isaac. Isaac went off. Though, like. I had to. Uh, I had to just recut it to the same verse to match his energy. But I literally almost that line where he says. Uh, I make them ball their sheet of paper up and throw that shit out. I literally <laughs> almost did that with my verse. I, was like, it, I literally it. almost scrapped the whole thing. You had um, a
2: great double entendre on this album too, though. I forget what track it was on, but you had, you said something about Mayweather and Mayweather. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, that, yeah. That fucking line. I yeah, wrote that down yeah, yeah. on my phone. I was like, "This shit is sweet. <laughs> I like that one a lot." Thanks, uh, man. Yeah, Thanks. That's a great line. Man. Thanks. Um, I don't know how much of this you want to reveal. I, I are you keeping some of this a secret um of, as far as like who's on here and stuff?
3: Yeah, yeah. So, um definitely definitely obviously um the two that we talked about, but yeah, I definitely got some su- some surprises on there that I kind of mm-hmm. I'm kind of going to um instead of uh instead of like just doing that lazy ass like a couple of days before the album like post a pic of the track list. um I yeah. kind of have a cool wave so I think there's like six or seven features, so that leak leading up to the uh, the week leading up to the album, I'm kind of gonna drop a video about every feature. Hell yeah! And like how my relationship ties into that person and that's awesome stuff like that. So yeah, you, we can uh, we
0: can hush on the features. Yeah, baby. definitely. Okay. Because, I say, there's definitely <laughs> the ones bigger. I
2: want to talk to you about, but we'll talk off podcast yeah, about them yeah, and how sure. they came about and shit. For but sure, for sure. I actually
0: went and checked out. I didn't even notice these until today. That uh, the Primo Beats, the uh, the Blender. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I yeah, I did two joints real one yeah, I
3: did two joints for him on there, and we've just he's been super fucking busy. he's he's getting placements for all these fucking popular rappers and shit and he's really he's really built his brand up and he's really doing really well. So me and him have been um, meaning to link back up. I know he's about to start working out of a studio called Get Fresh Studios that's on Jefferson Chalmers area, and that's like right by my crib. I live around the corner from there, so um hopefully me and Primo will cut some more soon.
2: I was making fun of it a little bit to E-man. I was like, yo, he better he might want to consider changing nah, name I up, that I met that dude. I know he <laughs> There's, there's only one Primo. It uh, is DJ
0: Sweet premiere. 28. That's, that's Yeah, how like I'm at the Hip Hop Lab or
5: yeah.
0: No, whatever. no, not, not the Hip Hop Lab. It was the one in Ipsy. Oh, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. yeah, before he I think he it moved before this way. the Hip Hop Lab. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: No, when I when we first started, when he sent me those beats, he was still in yeah, he was still in Lanny, Um just grinding. So yeah, it was, it's been super fun to fucking watch. I had FaceTime with him the other day cuz I got a song coming with somebody and uh, they cut the vocals with him. So I needed him to send me the vocal stems. I Facetime with him a couple weeks ago and I was like, dude, it's been so fucking fun to watch him glow up just from a fucking manager. That's yeah, how he had like SADA a fucking manager, manager at Tim Hortons like, to like where he's at now. Just, just yeah, in like awesome. a couple of years or whatever. So it's super that's fun, fun awesome to watch.
0: Though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you to be able to announce all this stuff. Um, I, do, I have to say this while you're here, as, as we're both white boys and, and <laughs> that love rap music. Um, I am notoriously hard white on white bonding. rappers um, oh, yeah. on our podcast. I give them extra criticism. But one thing that I wanted to make sure that I told you is, A lot of us are trash, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, there's ugh. a lot of bad ones. But, no, <laughs> well, let's no, but, call it a spade a spade. Like What I appreciate about you is you didn't do <laughs> the thing that bothers me the most is you didn't do the fucking Eminem. Cadence that every white person tries to do when they get into rap music and just like do the million miles an hour fast rap super choppy with the ornery voice. I'm like
0: twisted tech nine. You're more on like
2: uh. If I had to compare white rappers, not like not the way you sound, but you're more Mac Miller than Eminem to me, where you're like more musical and there's more of um. Like a, a swag
0: to it Like that's like a cool Like presence that you have About cool. it when you're rapping. You definitely got your own Personality to your music 100% I so Awesome, I, gonna, awesome. It, cause I know that was And I don't want to go back To Rhythm and Flow real quick No it's fine I know that was a big like fine I know that was like Something they said to you on that And I was gonna yeah. ask you Like did you find more of like a Like I guess like your Yourself yeah. Yeah. Could be yourself on this album. <laughs> No, man.
3: Yeah, I I had a fucking identity, man. Like <laughs> they were like, you need to find yeah. your identity because yeah. they need um, it's it's TV, bro. They need a yeah. narrative. You know exactly. what I mean? They got to drive a narrative, and um, like it's funny to see all these Instagram comments. And I meet people and I meet fans, and they're like, "Yo, man, you've gotten so much better since the show." And I was like, "Dude, they you." I've been nice. Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, I fucking sure. have been this nice, Fuck dog. Yeah, I, like bro. I've I've done a fucking hundred over a hundred shows before I even got to Rhythm and Flow. Yeah. Some of those kids, it was their first time performing, mm-hmm. and I'm and a you fight. can tell, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Sure. in a show. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I I thought that you can. I have older tapes on my SoundCloud, on my Bandcamp. I have older shit that's out there. You can go. You can go check it. It's it's flavorful. It's it's our originally
0: talked about having you on a show. I went into what was it No More Mr. Nice Raps?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that got released like right after the show. That was like my victory lap. That was a lot of like turn up music. And like, you know, I was kind of just trying to like have fun with it and just really make some shit to turn up to. The uh, the EP I dropped before that, though, Neverland. Um you should check that out if you have it. That's really soulful and really there's a lot of colors on there you kind of see colors when you listen to that album and uh do you want to
2: play him something off it real quick yeah you could yep. play some shit uh, what uh what should i play him off it i've got it pulled up here
3: let's see here uh, how about you play yeah how about you play the title track
2: neverland neverland yeah. all right yeah here's a little bit of neverland off his 2018 album uh titled the same thing and you can go check it out on all the streaming DSPs.
0: Thank you, yeah,
5: that's okay. See you.
3: Really show off my vocal range a little bit here, too. It's a little more singing.
4: yeah. yeah, yeah. Nothing feels the same. Can't yeah, stop yeah. the show. I just sing a song that ain't nobody know. I can feel the rain right now, more than ever. One, two, three, hey Yeah, I've been here before. This ain't nothing new. Talk down on my name, but never walk around in my shoes don't show my pain Let's sing the blues for you To see what I go through Baby, let's take our time We don't have to hurry Everything is fine You don't have to worry So let's live our lives
5: Forget about tomorrow Time is spent, it's never road Let me welcome you to South Road
4: let me take you inside my mind. Sometimes I could feel so blind. A nice glass of that good red wine got me feeling like everything is fine. Sometimes I want to leave, pack up my things, sail the seven seas. No, no, but that just ain't me. I can't quit cause it's not like me. Just to give up and give out, been up, I've been down. Loving this music is all that I've been about I don't got a lot of money, got a lot of heart. Motherfuckers act the funny back from the start. More
3: What's that? That. The one that really rang off on this EP was 5 a.m. 5 a.m.? Yeah. Let's play a little bit of it. Yeah, you can play a little bit. Of it. That's, the video did pretty well on my YouTube. You Bro, you're, that,
2: you're, you're yeah. mixing and mastering. It's all so good to me. Like, that too. You know how right. many people we have on the show that are like brand new in it and like you can hear the potential, but like. The mixing sucks. Yeah. The vocals are all over the place or whatever. Like, no, man. this is
3: clean. Good. That's good to hear. I do want to know the how the you got your name, though, but we'll but you out it. But you suffered in
4: the middle of Whenever you decide to be yourself, okay. for for sure. that's the day you go see more wealth. I don't talk to the cops. No, I mean, no tell. Got a lawyer. I can call. I don't see no cells. I got the sauce for days. Tom Brady calling place. Don't care about what they say. I go my separate way. I go against the grain. In Invest in what I say You know I'm here to stay Till this music gets me paid i don't wanna fuck with my team Cabbage patch boys are bad Ranked supreme 5 a.m. and I stay
5: My name. My name. No
2: sleep!
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: We're tripping! Yeah, you, can, you can definitely so, hear that 3-6 influence,
0: for sure. I'm going to ask you, like, your name, it just, it kind of almost like a mantra type thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, remind sure. you, like, to be yourself. For sure. sure.
3: So, I uh, I used to go by Sam B. My last name starts with a B, so it used to just be Sam B, uh, one letter, and then um, it got, like, flagged, or, no, I was getting geared up to drop Neverland, that project, and I kind of just did a quick search on um, like Spotify and Apple Music and all that shit. And I saw there was like a million Sand B's <laughs> and I was like, well, what can I roll off of B like Sand? Cause I don't want to go too far from what people already know me by. I already have a little buzz in my hometown. I'm doing open mics here in Chicago. Like what can I do that does not, not going to derail me too far from Sand B. So I just put an E on the end of B and I was like, San B what San B, San B yourself. And it kind of just rolls off the tongue. It, it kind of sounds nice. It was, kind of just fit, came to me one day, and I was like, boom, that's it.
2: I like it, because without even hearing the music, it lets me know that you're a bit of a backpacker. <laughs> <laughs> it has like a backpacker, rapper type De- of fucking vibe to it. <laughs> De- definitely, definitely some backpacking there, for sure. For sure. For sure,
5: man.
2: That's awesome, dude. I'm really happy that uh, you've got all these projects out, and that we can start focusing on the current stuff that you're doing and you know obviously we had to ask you
0: some rhythm and flow questions and stuff but I did see you have a Christmas a little Christmas EP out too oh shit really there's some slaps on there. yeah
3: and that's what's nice too about that is every Christmas I can kind of just roll that back around hell yeah re-promote that are you gonna like (laughs) uncle
0: murder it with
3: like Christmas EPs
5: (laughs) (laughs) no I'm not gonna do it every year but like
3: but like yeah like next Christmas I could just kind of promote that up and streams will go up on it that album cover's great yeah yeah me and my dog (laughs) by the Christmas tree dude that's awesome Awesome.
2: Well, anyways, I think this is a good time to trans- transition into a segment we do on our show called "Something Old, Something New." Ready where, to rock uh, it? Each week, we talk about an album that we're fucking with that's you know relatively new within like the last year, um, and then we go on something that you know it's been out for a long time that uh, that we ha- have messed with that we kind of want to like tell the the public about that they deserve to hear. Um, so. I, for, for on mine, for something old, for the last, like, month on this podcast, I've been chronicling the history of punk rock music. Nice. And we did that for a you long sure time. You sure it was a
0: month? It was over a month, I'm I am going to say, this was, like,
2: it been this two. was the whole summer It might have been two. It, it was two. like, come it
3: on, was, man, turn that it, shit it, off.
2: It, it <laughs> definitely went because I started in Detroit, I started with Iggy Pop and MC5, and then I went to Fuck New yeah. York, and then I went to London, so it, it was a while, but oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's hip-hop's birthday, so we're going hip-hop. um
3: You ever heard of uh, Death? From <laughs> you ever heard of the band Death from Detroit? No. Dude. No. Oh my god. There's a documentary about him too. It's called the uh, documentary's called A Band Called Death. It's literally three black dudes uh-huh. from Detroit that pretty much like they cl- they give like punk rock invention to like the Ramones pretty much. Yeah. Go listen to this band's called Death. Dude, they're so fucking I'm gonna sick. check
2: that out. Cause yeah, we talk about that. Like the Bad Brains were like the first like yeah. black punk band that like started all that shit that like really like started the hardcore scene of punk rock. But um that's that's awesome. I'm going to check death out for yeah, sure. Yeah, check
3: out death. They're, they're, they're sick.
2: But switching gears, I'm in yeah. I'm in hip-hop mode today. So um, <laughs> I don't know why this popped in my head and why I've it just sometimes at work when I don't have anything playing in my headphones, like weird things just pop up in my head. And so I had this album stuck on my brain the other day, and it was an album that I was obsessed with in high school. It came out in 2003. It's called Full Circle by Hieroglyphics. Um, wow. If you don't know wow. Hiro... I guess it's not Detroit, but if you know anything about the bay. It, the bay, man, so the Bay and Detroit have very kindred spirits. Oh, so. totally <laughs> especially
5: today.
3: Especially, especially today, especially man. in the sound of hip hop today. Yeah.
5: Absolutely.
2: Actually, I just saw an interview with like Guap Dad Four Thousand where he was talking about how like his influence is heavy in Detroit. He's like, you know. Cause Detroit and uh, the Bay, we do some weird shit with each other. Where we just like kind of like cousins, and we just mm-hmm. vibe off each other's
0: shit. And a lot like, of, I mean, and hip hop's kind of leaning in a house music space too. So, I know uh, it sure yeah. is now. Oh,
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, Hieroglyphics is um, you know kind of a hip hop supergroup of the Bay. You know, made up of a lot of uh, the cats that were popping out there: Souls of Mischief, Del the Funky Sapien, Opio, A Plus, all those guys. Um, but this album meant a lot to me. Oh, this is the radio edit one. I don't want that shit. <laughs> uh, this album made, meant a lot to me um, just because it kind of gave me like a different scope on the hip-hop that I was hearing at the time. It was uh, more about the bars and the lyrics and the, the punchlines and stuff that just were really cool about it. And plus, with all these guys on there, you can't lose. I'm going to play a little track for you guys that I love off here. It's called Make Your Move. Nice. Um, here's a little bit of that for you.
1: got a feeling a nigga could make a killing if he packed up his bags and moved to New Zealand, New Guinea, New York, you need something new. Besides the fucking Newports, Prepared to be dead. The streets said, yo, shit's off like wheat bread. Your own block, you make shit, they won't knock. I'm a worldwide hustler. Hoes be at us because old OG status. Fans throw weed at us. <laughs> and I spread love just the same. Let this Buddha bless your brain, sexy thing. <laughs> yeah, it's time to take this act on the road. Come back, get back on our the-
2: I always Thought that beat was fucking super cool. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a little bit of
0: make or move
2: by Hieroglyphics Full Circle. Um, yeah, that's my something old. E man, okay. what you got, man? I'm
0: gonna, go, I'm gonna go to 1996, man. I don't know why I kind of went back into a kick. Uh, maybe I was in the gym and I needed something like a little bit like energy focused, I would say. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go to uh, March 26, 1996, man. Buster Rhyme's debut album, The Coming. Woo! Three years removed <laughs> from awesome, Leaders boss. of the New School, man. Like, yeah, that's a good one album de- debuted at number six on the Billboard 200. Uh, it had a massive amount of features. Uh, you had Q-Tip. You had Keith Murray. You had DJ Scratch. You had uh, Most Death. I mean, a lot of people on this album. And it was just one of those things to me. I did uh, the, 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 the remix with uh, Oh Dirty Bastard on it. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't even hear that before <laughs> up until like a couple of days ago, to be honest <laughs> with you. I think it must have missed me or some shit, but... Yeah, man. Uh, it's just some one of those albums that kind of just go, like, you just kind of get, like, that energy vibe. One thing I do like, it <laughs> had, like, that skit that was kind of very reminiscent of uh, <laughs> the, biggie big, the Biggie one. Yeah, where yeah. he's getting head in the hotel or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And that's, Wait, that's like, right before, uh, isn't that, like, right off the end of, um, it's off, like, one of the big singles off there. I feel like that skit's, like, at the end of, uh, was it off Woo maybe? I can't remember. What was it? Oh, it's definitely like I they the it plays at the right end of here. one of the tracks, which is like annoying because you want to add that
0: song to a playlist, but, you but then you have the dick you sucking not, skin. You do not want to hear that song to the public. end of it. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes it a it's little like, awkward. It's like we cry together. I just I love the song. <laughs> just can't
5: hear it in public.
2: What should I play off here?
0: Uh, nothing. <laughs> oh, Actually, yeah. that, that's nothing. right. Busta is super copyrighted. Let's, let's, <laughs> yeah.
2: We all know what Busta sounds like, but no, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. One, Busta's New York and Tip and Tribe and Leaders in the New School, that's like my wheelhouse of shit that I love the most. Totally. I'm wearing a Tribe hat right now. <laughs> um... But, yeah, Busta. And then Busta, another reason why he's so important for hip-hop is he, like, was the godfather of starting the super interesting fucking sweet videos to watch. Like, that, them, too, man. Them like, Hype Williams videos up, like, and shit, with oh, the fish yeah. had, like, were, and him, and,
3: him and Him and Missy, Missy. were, like, yeah. one and him two and with that, for sure. to me. They like, had, like, that. fucking movie budgets for their videos. Yep. It was crazy. Yeah,
0: 100%. I shot Hype Williams, man. Yeah. I think one of my favorite videos, and this is a little bit after that, but... It doesn't get enough credit to me, but that exhibit, what you see is what you get video because of how it's shot in all one shot and all the shit that's going around behind it and everything like that was always really cool.
2: Speaking of exhibit, I heard that they're um, revamping Pimp My Ride. Why? <laughs> <laughs> After they already scammed everybody, <laughs> yeah, straight up.
5: <laughs> why though? <Why no? laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know why. I don't even think it's it's not gonna be with him or anything. I think it might. be I in hope a different not, venture. like. Yo, dog! I heard you like Belgian waffles, <laughs> so we put a waffle maker in your Civic. <laughs> like what? I remember one. Where it was like we put a fucking hot tub in the back of your minivan. I was like, yo, like, that seems like unpractical as practical as like, around. This is around not with. street legal, dog. Like I <laughs> gotta get to work tomorrow. Like,
0: <laughs> they didn't oh, fix any of like the transmission issues or whatever the hell is going on. Oh no, on. no, 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 no I, mechanical they, issues. I'm pretty it sure they went straight up.
3: up back to them <laughs> and were like, Yeah, we need the car back. Like, we gotta dismantle that. Like <laughs> and they were all like paid actors. I'm pretty sure like Tiffany Haddish was like on that show as like Was an she act- really? Yeah. Like New
0: York? Oh Tiffany Haddish. Something. Tiffany
3: Haddish was like an actor on that show, or she's like, I need help with my car. And then they
2: That doesn't shock me at all. Like yeah. all of this nice. like it was all,
3: I'm pretty sure they were mostly paid actors and then they would do it for like a real person every now and then and then the real person would come back and try to sue because they'd be like they just fucked my car up like that that
2: does not surprise me because I feel like that's yeah. all reality shows like when people were like talking obviously I don't like to bring up the Kardashians we usually don't but like the, <laughs> Pete, but oh, the Pete Davis and shit and all that I'm like Why are you mad? He fulfilled his role on the TV show. He was a paid actor. He made his season. He did his job, and now he's gone. He fulfilled (laughs) his contract. (laughs) He's a free agent now. He's a free agent now. (laughs) That's bad, or SNL for that matter, too. (laughs) For sure, man. But, anyways, Sam, is there some old shit that you've been listening to?
3: Yeah, man. That's a tough one. Um, That's a tough one. So, hmm. Been listening to. In the process of making this album, I was definitely listening to some Slum Village and a lot of Tribe and uh, a lot of old, old, uh, a lot of old Hove. Um, I mean, are you looking to play a joint right now?
2: Well, if if you want, or yeah, uh, yeah, we can if you want it.
3: Um, yeah. Why don't you play? Um, why don't you play Jigga? What? I know that's not <laughs> the real. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the real name of the song, but you. you get what I'm saying. I, I,
0: I appreciate. It. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shout out Jazz I actually saw Jazz O,
2: who, Dude, who it was on this song, open up for Rakim. Eric being Rakim in Detroit. Oh, a at the years fucking ago. casino? Uh, no, it was at um, it was at Saint Andrews. Oh, actually. Okay, okay. It was like 2018 or something like that. I just went by myself. I was like, "Fucking Rakim's coming to town." Bought a ticket and drove there myself. Oh, sorry, are you going to Wu Tang? Speaking of which, uh, I haven't got my ticket yet, but I want to. Wu Tang Nas. Where are they yeah. playing? Uh, they're at, oh, at Pine Knob. Pine yep. Yeah, yep. I want to, but there's so many shows I want to get tickets to. i want to get K Tronada tickets. I want to mm-hmm. get K Tronada uh, supposed
0: to be here like three times. Uh, fucking Westside
2: Boogies coming.
0: It's a lot of shit I want to see.
2: But we'll give you two seconds of of this one, so we don't get. It's all we can uh, afford. we <laughs> don't <laughs> 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 get flagged. Yeah, <laughs> it's only YouTube that are sticklers. Honestly, you can, well, do, you can just skip the to the jazz overs if you want. Really, <laughs> honestly, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> He definitely performed this, by the
5: way.
0: There we go. With you know, I know a this. Me I'm a niggas,
1: we the ever heard of me? Worldwide say word to me. The population, certainly. I burn a nigga like a third
5: See me shine so bright. Nigga, I'm my life. you you picked this. I went on a Jay Z thing yesterday. He hit that live, too. I was like, sample
0: sampled, besides, you know, the anti samples. Anybody else? sampled broadway
3: oh man yeah i think somebody sampled wicked um for real? <laughs> yeah kanye did if i'm not mistaken that wouldn't uh, shock me
0: that, that kanye that
3: sampled wicked yeah for sure what uh, let me see if i can pull it up for you guys i'm just trying
0: that
2: wouldn't su- surprise me
0: dude there's some of my favorite I mean, i'm Instagram not, not limo does not count but <laughs> Pop,
3: yeah the song popular from wicked that's oh. the name of like the uh um, oh,
5: popular! Yeah, yeah that, that's I'm gonna yeah, yeah. be popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
3: but yeah, did you guys ever hear that story about how? So when Jay cleared the two Annie samples for those two songs that he did, he like made sure that it would be free, it would be cleared to sample for all hip hop acts like moving forward. Really? Yeah. I didn't know. And that that's well. how, um, that's how Nip was able to do it on Victory Lab. Mhm. Because uh, he kind of slowed it down a lot. Yeah. Oh, with
0: uh, hustle, uh, and hum- hustle and motivate. Hustle and motivate. Yeah.
3: So that's I saw an interview with Nip where he said that he was like, "Yeah, Jay made sure that we could keep that hip hop could keep using that sample." So that's
2: man, Jay's the greatest so man. Sad, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's the goat. <laughs> yeah, he's the best man. Um, yeah, that's that's tight. So now we got to move on into something new. And I gotta pull this Ooh. one up. I gotta find out where they have it. Um, at I think it's probably under mass appeal.
0: Oh, you want a Nas uh, artist
2: here? Um, no, I'm going to I'm trying to find it's probably maybe under DJ Premier, let's see. Cuz he All right, so the reason I'm pulling this one up so there's a new mixtape series coming out that I think is fucking so cool that they're doing with the 50th anniversary oh, of Oh, dude, did you see the rap city want to just drop? That's on this. Ooh. that's on this. Yeah. Um, yeah. so basically what they're doing is they're going to have um, a different mixtape, like, five or six songs done by one of the classic producers once a month, I believe. The first nice. one's premiered, then they got, like, Pete Rock, they got nice. a bunch of other cats, and they're just going to be making this, like, mixtape series that all coincides with um, the release of the um, the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Let's see. Am I, am
3: I, nice. Yeah, I haven't heard that premiere EP yet, but I heard it's crazy. It's like I heard Lil Wayne and Slick are on the same fucking Dude. song. like. Yeah, I've heard some crazy, some nutty things about it. I've still yet to dive in. It's so fucking hard to keep up these days, dude. I'm trying to find the... I might have
0: to just pull it up. Remember Tuesday releases?
3: Oh, my God. That was a real thing. Because yeah. then it would set the fucking DJ up for the weekend. Yep. It was the best. I liked it better that way. Albums would always come out on Tuesdays.
2: And you had the, the week to sit with it and stuff.
3: And figure out which records were jamming, and then you'd hit the clubs, and the DJs knew what to play, and it's like, shit... Exactly. Yeah,
0: now it's like kind of like a craft shoot because everything comes out. I saw Friday, something insane
3: there. where it's like, dude, like every Friday globally, like 50,000 songs are released or something. Damn, crazy. is it really? Yes. <laughs>
5: oh my God.
3: Globally, yeah. Just through and because now just anybody with a fucking laptop and a mic can just upload to Spotify. True. So uh,
0: CD Baby, Distro Kid. And... Yeah. So Which
3: this? is a good thing, but. Alright, so this is Shout out to Bandcamp,
2: by the way Yeah So here's yeah. a little bit of the rap and Remy one from this Oh, that's still playing Nope <laughs> 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 Alright, let's start that back no lie, it's only like five in A little low Yeah, hold on, give me a sec Alright So this is <laughs> Premiere Rhapsody and Remy Mom.
5: Let's rap
6: Remy my. No lie, it's only like five females in the game that can really rap. Got followers of fame and a name, so they thinking that. They can now be listed with the spitters. Bitch, imagine that. Ain't talking about your lace front when I say your shit is wiggly whack. They know what's gonna happen to the ass if Remy on the track. And no, I ain't trying to be catty. They know they really lack you ass out without your ass out. And that's really facts. But if I say it, I'm a hater. I hear the chitter chat. They know that my pen is crazy, but they don't wanna give me that. Every time I spit some shit, they saying that it's really pap. Claim I can't make a song, but actually that's really cap. Had them conceited all the way up and leaning back. I know they be popping shit. She only hot when rimmed crack. In my presence, they be on my dick like little Jimmy hats. Acting like I ain't the reason these bitches can't even rap. I'm also the reason y'all know these bitches can't even rap. Try to spread a rumor that I'm ugly, bitch, I'm pretty black. Then try to line, paint an image that I'm really fat. Ho, whenever I want, I can thirst trap. Only thing fat is these pockets and this motherfucking kitty cat. Y'all be on I'm pretty and sure y'all
2: this is mixtape, but I'm gonna cut it right here anyways just in case right. <laughs> but I think we're good on that you know, the Rhapsody verse on there is fucking crazy by the way I cannot wait
5: for raphapsody
2: do we
0: apologize one. to beyonce yet? Do we? Po- oh, <laughs> what would you guys do to the queen bees? We didn't. So we we didn't do anything. Pretty vocal
2: on here how we're just like <laughs> casual fans. So we're not like stands. Like, I, I'm, of all like, I'm
0: stuff. not. I'm not in the beehive. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And I feel like it's like blasphemy to say you're not a part of the beehive. Well, it's not even
2: that. So, so we gave it a little bit of slack, right? So she dropped "Break My Soul," which I love the record, and I think it's a great fucking song. But we were a little like out. salty because we're like. Motherfuckers are acting like fucking Beyonce invented like, fucking. Techno I'm like this and shit's Ozzy been music. around Detroit. For Detroit. forever. Detroit, this no. shit's always at every so, party. the album <laughs>
0: comes out, and I'm like, oh shit, this album's great. Oh yeah, it's fucking,
5: it's so fucking
3: fantastic. And she's got two more albums coming too. I think there's I there's three crazy. acts. I think she drops. I think she dropped a new song today with like the Isley no. Brothers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. Actually,
2: she did. Yeah. Heated off of that album specifically is like. Yeah. Whew. There's a lot of records on there. that I think I just think the production is phenomenal on there, and um. And you know, and that's now that my the dust is settled, me, I'm not mad at it at all because obviously there's no one that's going to bring mainstream attention to that sound of music more so than a Beyonce. Do you know what I mean? Like she's the biggest artist out there. Like, I think and more, the, and the Six God, and the Six yeah. God for sure.
0: But his was <laughs> I, I, I not well done like in it. my opinion. You know, like <laughs> I did, I did I, not like oh, it. Okay. I, Sticky I, I did, was did, great. Jimmy I, Cooks was great.
3: I liked it. I did was you? vibing to that shit. I was moving my hips and shit. (laughs) um, But yeah, he was smart in the sense that like he obviously is probably very close with Jay and Beyonce. And he was like, I'm going to get my little dance out out of the way (laughs) now. (laughs) Very smart. (laughs) Surprise release. Let's get this out of the way now before the queen comes. Uh, I don't even think
2: he wanted to release it when he did. But he was probably like, oh shit, she's about to drop. I better get this fucking thing out now. Yeah,
5: yeah. Give it at least
0: a week to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. However... Mind something new. I'm gonna talk about that 2000, that Joey Badass album. Oh, Joey!
2: Great album. So good.
0: Man, so a, a lot, lot of, of people. Tag Selected too. Yeah, man. Stag select. Selected. Uh, you had like Diddy on the intro of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. This is probably arguably the best Larry June verse I've heard. Same clearly, here. I agree. I, I, really? I do like Larry June a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, this, I like, he was, that beat was perfect for him.
3: Yeah, I like that joint with him in West Side Gun too. That song yeah, is great song. too.
0: A lot of people were saying that, I mean, comparing it to 1999, which. I think was it Anthony was it Fantino is that the dude's name? Fantano, Fantano. yeah. Fantano, yeah. That he was talking, and I feel like he made a good point of it's hard to really recapture, you know, being like the 70 year old hungry. Yeah, it's, like, it's impossible. Joey's made <laughs> movies and TV <laughs> you, shows. Yeah, you and, got an Oscar, dog, yeah. like and everything like that. At the same time, I love this album. And I really love what he did with it, and I really enjoy where it was at. Yeah, it's like a, think, it's like, like a
3: just it's like a more mature version of exactly. uh, 1999. You know what I mean? It's kind of just yeah.
0: And I love
2: the topic points on there, like, like I Survivor's Guild, He, find, I mean, yeah, you know, you I was gonna get say really that,
0: Speak on uh, the Capital Steez thing, mm-hmm. and it, like yeah, was, that a great, that song made me
2: get a little emotional, man. Like he hasn't really, um, you know, he obviously always bigs up Capital Steez, but he hasn't ever really opened up about it the way that he did on that track, and I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah. And it's it's just nice to see like a, a growth in a mature Joey. Like I, I love seeing the both sides. I love seeing the hungry shit, but I also love seeing when they get to this place where they're comfortable and if they can still make good music, if they still care about it. Like i yeah, you know what I mean? For sure.
0: Well it was a single he released before uh, the the, that was Revenge.
2: The one it was kind of, it was
0: it was like a – what was the movie uh Oh
2: yeah, yeah. I know the little two pack that he dropped. Uh,
0: what was it? I'm not sure. I what forget the name was of it. it? it was, the video was based off of uh New Jack City. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed that song a lot, like, in that video. But, yeah, this album is – I actually really – I enjoyed it a lot, man. It's gonna, J.I.D. It's gonna D- definitely went all my the way off on Want to Be Loved, by the mm-hmm. way. J.I.D. is fucking crazy.
2: Um, the only track on here I didn't like was the track with Chris Brown and Cabela Gray.
3: I liked it. Did you? Cuz we never see that side from Joey. So yeah, you don't really. Yeah, so I I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it was
2: definitely different. I I like when, I love I like Chris when Brown. The
3: people get out of their comfort zones, man. I like that shit. That's true. That's yeah. what I really enjoyed about the Drake project. It was just, you know, obviously he didn't go too crazy with his vocal melodies or anything like that, but it yeah. was just it was just a, a risk for sure. Mm-hmm. And people That's were true. shit people were shitting on it and it's still Probably sold a fucking billion records I mean yeah. it's great it's, it's <laughs> His name's attached yeah, to it Of yeah, course exactly. so, No I just like yeah. when I like when artists do that shit
2: Yeah absolutely This one right here I just love I'm just gonna play just the intro Just cause I love the beat This fucking show me Right after the Chris Brown track Yeah I love this fucking beat show me.
0: Eric Darketech produced us
5: too. Tell me uh you
0: from love producers. baby from uh Flatboy Zombies. What'd you say? Eric the Architect from Flyboy Zombies co-produced us. Co-producer. He did? Like, this first track, yeah. Oh, that's tight. Yeah.
2: I didn't know that. That's sweet. Yeah, shout out Joey. I love the album. Um it's nice to see that he came with this after a five-year break because it could have gone the other way.
0: Speaking of Flatbush Zombies, that Mechie Darko singles have been great. Bro. Which, yeah. I like a, it, the way he fucking, sounds better on
3: his own. He's a G, man.
0: He's yeah. crazy. He's going to oh, yeah. stand out for sure. What you So what you got for something new, man?
3: Something new, huh? Let me think real quick. I know. I, so I've been, as far as new shit, um, I've been really loving that Denzel project. You mm. know what? I know it's no not nice. like... I know it's not his newest project, but it's newer. Um, I've been getting real hyped off of uh, The France Freestyle by Baby Keem. Oh, my God. Um, you know, Die For My Bitch was, like, 2019, so it's not, you know, super old or super new, but um, been been really into Denzel and, and Baby Keem and... Um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where my where my head's at as far as as far as new rappers. It's just hard to I didn't. Yeah, I know you told me this last night too. You're like, we do this segment, and I <laughs> didn't really didn't really think too much about it. But <laughs> so I apologize for that. But um. Yeah, I, that, that's Baby Keem's definitely as far as this new generation, man. He's definitely- the Melodic Blue? Yeah, I love that fucking album so much. You know much. what? So I go back Pink, to that was the name of the one song? Pink Panties, I Pink think? Pa- yeah. Oh track. my Sue? god, yeah. Pussy, yeah nigga, you don't know that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I probably listened to that album like just 17 times in a row. It was crazy.
0: I go back to that album at least once or twice a week. Yeah. To yeah. be honest Easily. There's a lot of replay. That to her, vent you know? is probably one of my favorite songs off of that album. Mm- like, just because like the hypeness of it, I love six. I do love bro, trademark USA. Shit, man. Yeah. Uh man, yeah, it's a great album, dude. Yeah, like, the intro is to... really good too.
2: Well, here's a little bit of France Freestyle out of Baby Keem, and if you are just put onto him like I was off the Melodic Blue, go back and do your homework because he's got several other projects out. Um, a lot of mixtapes and shit. About...
0: So. I keep saying I need to go back to Tana Leon's album too.
2: I, I haven't I can... listened to that yet, and we got we're about to see him on Sunday open up, so I got to nice. check that shit out. So. Here's a little bit of France Freestyle. Hey, 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 hey.
1: Yeah, I love that deep bass. Yeah, how do you hear
2: this
3: shit and not go nuts?
2: Yeah. It's so fun, man. He broke the floor at St. And Andrews. Okay. Know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you
0: know how many Before concerts that's for? I see. I see. <laughs> huh?
1: Bitch, I sleep, sleep with my fingers in my pants. Huh? She say she a stripper. She don't fuck, nigga. She dance, huh? dance. Huh? Logo for my bitch. Don't you touch her. I go frantic. Talk to my I'm getting take the top ends, look in the window we you, you The piano comes monster, in here in a second. I do taking my picture, make your ass I leave this ain't no concert. Yeah, He
3: am pretty sure he did
2: N95. Yeah, he on did, pen, he on he know he did a lot of shit on damn. Yeah. He did a, a few songs on the uh, Kendrick album. His little freestyle on the fucking—I forget the name of the freestyle. Oh, the—that's the... my favorite fucking shit. You ever seen your mama? Oh no, on on, on, on <laughs> yeah. Mr. Morel. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Uh, we pull that oh, pull Oh man, I love that man. song too. Yeah, Keem seems to be the real fucking deal, man.
2: That Kendrick album—I got—I'll be honest. I've been having a spiritual experience with that album because, well, because of that album, really. Like that album helped me face so much shit that I was going through in my head and is, like, kind of opened the door to, like, a whole new pathway for me. I've been doing meditation shit, which I never used to do, which kind of makes me mad now that my I'm doing it. My girl put me on meditation. Oh, my God. As a dude, me and E-Man both Usually have ADHD. And it's fucking so it nice It really is, like, a tool to, like, train your brain how to be calm and get rid of the anxiety and stresses. Mm-hmm. And then I've been doing a lot of, like – Cold exposure shit, like jumping, in, like
0: taking cold showers at cold the end of my stretches. Yeah, it oh makes you like focus more, like on your breathing. It's like uh,
3: it it's like your reset. resetting your body clock. It's just like it really does. Yeah, it resets your chakras, man. It's, it's a it's a real thing.
2: And that's what's so important. To, that's why I love Kendrick so much. Is he's not afraid to you know, everyone else is making this type of record. I'm gonna go do this type of record. Fuck like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the most important facet of being a musician, in my opinion. I mean, Kendrick's um, also in his own lane, too. hundred percent. That helps a lot with that. hundred percent. I cannot wait to see him on Sunday. We have floor tickets at LCA. Ooh, I don't even want to say how much man. I spent on those fucking things, <laughs> but it's going to be really dope. That's going to be a crazy day in the city, though, because you got Kendrick at LCA. You got Red Hot Chili Peppers, Thundercat, and the Strokes at... Are they at Comerica? Comerica, yeah. Same day. Yeah, same, the same fucking whole day. day. Shit. You know? <laughs> it's gonna be popping down there.
3: I like want to get tickets to both and kind of just bop back and forth. <laughs> I wish like... I could do the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like me. I remember me and my fiance were like, "Dude, should we just get a ticket to both and just kind of like try to bop back and forth and see like what we can do?" But it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's
2: definitely worth it to see. If you've never seen the Peppers, it's definitely worth it. I've seen them uh, twice now. Once at Bonnaroo okay. with Josh Klinghoffer was playing, and then I saw them. Once on the Stadium Arcadium Tour when John Frashanti was still in the band.
0: And yeah. Speaking man, of Peppers. That's fun to see. Have either one of you watched a Woodstock 1999 <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, my God. Those poor kids, man. <laughs> Fleas naked <laughs> ass out there running around. Those
2: poor fucking kids,
3: That shit dude. looked like a refugee camp, man. I was Terrible. like. Terrible. I went to bed that night and just felt dirty. I was it like I had just gotten out of the shower up, and I was the like the
0: fucking trash in the wind and stuff oh, the trash god. the porta potties like yeah. these motherfuckers thought they were like running around
2: throwing mud all weekend they're really just like covered in their own stuff and like they're covered uh, in shit god yeah. uh,
3: drinking uh. shit and there shit was water.
2: And it was 4 dollars <laughs> of water back in 1999 like that's crazy festivals <laughs> give you free water now yeah. Like, yeah. that's so yeah, that was, a,
3: that to was make a big, as much money as possible that was a big money grab for the people that put it on it was a shame super big money
2: grab I, and it was
0: on pavement, too cuz it was like the old air force base and stuff like that so I was that on a fucking tarmac like yeah.
5: yeah
2: and then it also is hilarious that like you know it's basically one stage for a fucking couple hundred thousand people yeah. and and then they fucking <laughs> book the most Teenage angsty white boy lineup. <laughs> New, meadow, New metal, baby. New metal metal. <laughs> Go Dirsty. Kid, yeah. Kid Rock comes out in that fucking like fur Keep coat. On rolling,
5: baby. <laughs> it's all that about nookie. <laughs> Yeah. You know what's
2: funny about that? I was just listening to an interview with DJ Premier where he was talking about, you know, he did like a couple beats for Dylan back in the day or whatever, for like in together Dude, and shit really. really like that. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um and he said when Fred like asked him to do it. He was like, "All right, well, let me hear your music first. And so Fred <laughs> sent him some stuff, and he's like, "I'll be honest with you, the raps ain't that good." And he's like, "Yeah," but he but he was like, "The check was." Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "And Fred was cool about my honesty, and he didn't get mad when I told him that his raps needed work." And for that reason alone, is why I did the track with him. Um,
3: did you? Have you guys had, did, before? Limp Bizkit and Eminem started beefing. Did you guys ever hear the song that they did together? It's called "Turn Me Loose." It's not. No. You would have to like YouTube it because it's not on like any album, but it's pretty good. It's a pretty good (laughs) song. It's funny to hear like Eminem and Fred Durst like going back and forth. It's just so lopsided, obviously. And and
0: when did that come out?
3: That was probably like '99 or so. It had to have been '99. Marshall
0: Mathers LP was out by then.
3: No, I don't think so. It was
0: Infinite. It was
3: after Infinite. It was like it was like um, Slim Shady LP days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like around. When he started getting into the industry, working with Dre and shit like that, um, I think him and I think that him and Limpus get toured together. Like, but um, yeah, they have a song called "Turn Me Loose" and it's pretty funny. Let's
2: see if I can find it real quick on here. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's funny, dude. Red Deer's just like, "Yo, Slim Shady,
4: step up to the mo- step up
2: to the mic, Hold Hold kid."
3: Baby he's still
2: rocking.
5: I do this. I'm not bad at. It. I always forget <laughs> to fucking
2: turn off my. Uh, Alright, let's hear a little bit of this because I have to. It's fun. He also has a song with Kid Rock back from back in the day.
5: Just listen to that beat. <laughs> <laughs> Check.
1: Slam shady. Shady. Good amate kids. Kid. Kid. Uh, <laughs> like what? I don't do black music. I don't do white oh. music. I make fight music. high school
2: kids. He definitely repurposed this verse. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm going to need that back for the <laughs> yeah. album. Music. For the
1: B12. Just the for Christmas gifts. So I get pissed and can't pick which wrist to slip. Uh, Little rich kids and cramps don't attempt to shit to step back. While I prep up the pip the spits. So I said to the girl, i curb, hear. Like, yeah.
5: Oh, it huge. Let me get Here it from. is.
1: Who knows what galaxy I came from? One where a bass drum hung from my high chair. Now I'm a nightmare. You stay right there. I got the fever for the flavor of a single.
2: Trash.
5: <laughs> so bad, up. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, he had a song, I think it was on Kid Rock's, or was it on Eminem's first album? What was Fuck Off on with uh, him and Kid Rock? Mm, I don't know. I can't remember if it was on the Slim Shady LP or what it was, but yeah, that song was also not very what good. What was
0: the other one, the ICP story? That was another one too, right? Fuck ICP, by my CD. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all because uh, he was- You was trying to get on a concert with ICP? No, he was really trying to push like his
2: that. tape. He was at an ICP concert. They had like blown up before him. And he was at an ICP concert trying to push out his tape. And I think he gave a copy to Violent J and Violent J made fun of him. And then Eminem got invited onto WJLB like the following day and on the radio said, fuck ICP, buy my CD. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how that whole thing started, which is kind of crazy because, you know, as much as I never liked ICP, I always thought their music was just kind of fucking whatever. It's. Pretty impressive what those guys have done.
0: Oh, no, they have a co-following. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude.
3: No, the, like, I'm honestly, like, interested. Like, I've obviously never been a big fan of ICP as music, really, but respect the fuck out of their independent yeah. grind. And, uh, like, dude, their their lineup every year for Gathering of the Juggalos is always stacked. And I'm like, dude, I kind of want to go get weird. I saw they
0: had KRS-One and... Uh, dude, it who, was like... they have on I that? think Danny Brown does it, like, every year. Yeah. Like, it's... He got a... Uh, he,
2: there was like a lot of turmoil from the last performance because they started throwing shit at Danny and he was in a bad mood and he fucking threw the microphone in the crowd and walked off stage. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. then, then fuck that festival.
3: <laughs> fuck,
2: no. No, it was funny because uh, Danny does... No, Method Man too. That was another oh, one Oh, I'm sure, heaven, yeah. yeah. Uh, Danny does a podcast now and he was just talking about it's that. It's good, too. It's very funny. <laughs> it's it's fucking very good. fucking funny. He's
3: definitely, he's definitely supposed to be doing that. Yep, like, 100%. He talked
2: about that. He's like, yeah, I was probably tripping. He's like, I was in a bad mood. He's like, my bad. I love y'all, juggalos. He's like, I love the whole gathering. I want to come back. <laughs> so shout out to Danny. Which actually, speaking of him, um, you know, your mom's house, which is the podcast that he's affiliated with, with his podcast, they're doing a live show on the eighth, or maybe that's already happened, or maybe it's the eighteenth coming up. Then okay, um, but he's performing a brand new unreleased song on their like live podcast. So, nice. so I'm excited yeah. to hear that for sure. Um, any uh, other new music you guys wanted to get to To talk about because I'm trying to think Oh I did want to well I want to spend more time with it, but the game released a double. Not, I mean, it's like a fucking 31 we need, song. We need time to process yeah. that album. We definitely have pro- – <laughs> yeah, he even gives started. 10 minutes just to Eminem alone. I'm going to say the so. Black
0: Slim Shady, we could talk about that <laughs> alone for about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, for right? sure. I don't want to do that right now.
2: But I just wanted to mention that, that we're, you know, we're listening to it, and we will get to it eventually on the show. And then also one that I'm, like, so stoked to listen to. I purposely didn't want to do it before the podcast today because I want to be able to digest it. Uh, Danger Mouse and Black Thought put out an mm. album. Yeah,
0: the single was dope. <laughs> it's so yeah. good.
2: Like I only pull this up because they have a sick roster on here. I think uh, Run the Jewels and uh, L LP A$AP Rocky are on the same LP's song?
3: verse on that Run the Jewels song is fucking unbelievable.
2: People don't talk about um, LP enough. Um, when it comes to rapping, because he always yeah. gets like he gets the producer
0: earth. like yeah, I mean like, obviously, same, he's but a, like as an
3: art, like as an actual rapper,
2: as, as, as like MC, a writer, dude, he's there's, dope. There's,
0: there's
3: not yeah. a lot of people that can out rap that guy, dude. It's crazy.
0: No, no, Gold Teeth was the one I heard that uh, Danger Mouse Black Thoughts on.
2: Yeah, that one's great. Yeah. That was the single that came out. Um, they also got on here just to mention some of the um, features. They got Raekwon on here. They got a track with Joey Badass and Russ on the same song. Oh shit! They got there a tra- you go. they got an unreleased MF Doom feature on this motherfucker. There okay. you go. They've got uh, ASAP Rocky and Run the Jewels, like we just said. They got together. Uh, yeah, yeah. How does that sound? And then they got uh, Conway the Machine as well on this thing. Twelve songs. Boop, I cannot boop, boop, wait, boop, man. yo. <laughs> But um, before we get out of here, man, was there anything that you wanted to, you know, promote? Any shows coming Actually, up? Your social medias?
3: Uh... Yeah, you can follow me at Sam Be Yourself on all platforms. Um, whether that's you know Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good shit. Um, yeah, Sunshine Diaries is coming out September second, um, and that's pretty much it. No, I'm I'm kind of sitting on. Kind of sitting on ta- like taking a break from from taking gigs, um, just to kind of focus on this music for right now and and try to put my best foot forward and try to make the best fucking possible music I can. Um, we're gonna get some shows going around around the album release, obviously. But no man, September second, Labor Day weekend, Sunshine Diaries. I made all the beats besides one, and you guys are in for a treat. It sounds oh, so yeah, nice, man, and great. I'm not just blowing smoke because he's here. It's really. It sounds good. like a beautiful summer day with a breeze and a cold it does. drink, baby. And uh, thanks for having me, guys. This was know, fun. We're, we're One prepared. last comment
2: on it too. I love that the beats are you uh, very boom bap in the way the drums kick in the intro, but then it's like it's not your typical cut and dry boom bap hip hop. Like you you branch out from it. Like the drums feel that way yeah. a
3: lot, but then you're just like, oh man, you're adding all
2: these different elements of instruments that. and shit. To you. It. Yeah, you
3: had mentioned uh, you had mentioned how everything sounds really crisp and clean, and the mm-hmm. mastering is good. Um, yeah, I went to. Um, I did a, like a remote learning school, um, for audio engineering where nice. you would, I'd learn everything online and then they'd put you in a studio, um, and you'd, and you'd work hands-on in a real studio learning how to mix and master and shit. So I that's kind of where my production chops came from. But what were you about to ask, by
0: fire? I love it. Uh, so I was going to ask you, is there any advice you have for any upcoming artists or anybody struggling? Cause I know you said that you had like this whole thing with COVID, like about like trying to struggle yeah, man. putting out music. Yeah, so, definitely.
3: Yeah. Um, no, this is definitely my most vulnerable project, man. After after being on the Netflix show and really thinking, like, damn, this is about to happen, it's about, I'm about to take off, and having my next year and a half booked out and traveling and about to do some festivals and shit like that, and then COVID hits, everything shuts down. Um, I was in my fucking head, and I was in a bad place for a long time. And this is me getting back to just being vulnerable that's the music that I fell in love with right the honesties of the Kanye and the honesty of an Eminem and the honesty of a fucking of a Drake and a Kid Cudi and that vulnerableness that's that's the shit I fell in love with and that's the shit that I really like obviously turning up and bragging is fucking fun and I do that well and I love doing that but um yeah just this is the most vulnerable project I've ever I've ever done it's most honest I've ever done and my advice is to just fucking put it out dude if you're sitting on songs and you're thinking about it, just fucking put it out. There's so much shit out there. Either it's going to do one of two things. It's going to do absolutely nothing or it's going to change your fucking life. So put out that song. Go to the, go pay for that studio time. Go record that song that you wrote or whatever. Just just stop overthinking and just fucking do it.
2: Fuck yeah. And that's great advice too because, you know, I just to go back to the Danny thing real quick, he was just talking about how he's been, you know, working on his next project for like over three years now. And mm-hmm. he's like, Do not wait like I'm waiting right now because now I'm at this point where I
3: fucking hate my entire album Mm -hmm. and
2: I'm like, and now I'm like, shit, what do I do? I went through,
3: I went through that, I went through that battle with this album for pretty much a year straight. Uh, A uh, lot of these songs are kind of have been done and and ready to go, and over listening to them and trying to perfect them, and then end up fucking the whole mix and master up because I'm overdoing shit and. Yeah, man,
0: just just fucking put it out, dude. As Neil knows, I, I'm, I'm living it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, absolutely, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: It's, it's, it's got to be, because I'm not uh, an
0: artist, obviously, but I I it's, you know, I it's have these
2: conversations with E all the time where he's like, man, I loved that song at first, and now I don't know how I feel
3: about it. And then and I listen to like, it 700 times yeah. over the last six months. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. And I think it's trash when it's not. <laughs> yeah, because then I get together with people, and I play the shit, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, put that out, like... And I'm like, it's not ready, but
0: fuck it, dude. Yeah, I, know. Like, I feel like you critique every little thing. It's like, art 'cause because like you think, you listen to it from like a fan point, and you listen to it from like an artist point, and then like when you say your own thing, you like critique every little thing that's going on. Like, uh, I don't think this verse is there, or this type of stuff. I didn't execute yeah. yeah, this be right, the death or of stuff you. like that. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. shit'll be the death of you. Just fucking string it together and put it out, man. Who cares? Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Who cares?
2: Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, to end this podcast out today, I'm going to play you guys a brand new one out of another Detroit artist, Beats and Brews alum. Uh, Nick Speed's got a new joint project hey. out with Rose Spit.
3: Coney Island, baby. Coney
2: Island, baby. And I'm going to play Welcome to Coney
3: Island for you. Let's go. Shout out Nick Speed. That's the dude. Absolutely, man. And Rose Spit. And we will catch
2: you guys next
3: week. Cheers. Peace. Peace.
5: I think I'm supposed to talk in between yeah. Let's just, like, stand here and exchange. <laughs> <laughs> Mac Miller makes his way you know, into every R-ri- damn R-ri-P podcast.
0: R.I.P. Mac
3: Miller, too, though. <laughs> uh, Mac-,
0: Mac-, Mac Miller, Eminem, Tyler the Creator. All right, we just rolled our way off real quick. <amation> All <laughs> right.
3: That and that's show business, baby.
0: <laughs> 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 Shout out,
2: out to Sheety McFly on the artwork, too.
1: Reflect upon her hands. Spill that cup and then look up and wonder where the glass went. That's it. Pick your favorite leak to roll the gas when you that shit you might not understand. It's like an accent. Back when Fat Man and Cecil got the bag in, Uncle Larry pulled up with the vet, they told him bag in. Me, Chuck and Murrow dipped the stash we had the bag, then snuck it in the squeezer, made our money off the back end. Last man standing, most cash and most numbers got to drive the stolen home. We prayed. Dash hit a hundred Now I'm off the way I'm making cash the abundance But still the same We live and pray To Dash hit a hundred uh-huh. Fun as that shit was We was lost And trying to find a way But seem to slip it In my grind today Spit Yeah Yo Little cups up What you
5: smoking
4: What you drinking We off the capacity.